Here, Bob. Try the eggnog. Let me know if I need some more cake. Now we're good. Yeah? Yeah. Good. Well, uh, have a seat. Let's do Christmas stuff or whatever. Welcome to Idling in the Impala, a podcast by and for lovers of Supernatural and the fan fiction it inspires. Before we begin, just want to remind you to like, subscribe, follow wherever you listen to us so you don't miss any episodes or bonus stuff that we do. I'm Sandra. I'm Kali, and I didn't totally just have to meet the mic while Sandra was talking so I could laugh. <laughs> Merry Christmas, guys! Good God, it's been a long time since we did one of these, and I can't remember how the fuck we used to do them. We um, just, it's a cannon fodder episode. It's yeah. one of our recommendation episodes where we take, we have to find a fic to recommend. And either we're just going to recommend it to our listeners or we're going to try to sell each other on it. So I don't know how we're going to do this. It's probably going to be a combination of both because it's holidays. And we did this last year, but last year we recommended our own. <laughs> Last year was real fucking easy. We were like, step into Christmas and Jules and Jingle Bells, fucking sweet. This year found Carly <laughs> searching by the tag Christmas on AO3 about two days ago. I was searching under holidays and they kept giving me like Halloween. I'm like, no, I'm like, I actually got to oh, yeah. go. I have to, I have to search Christmas. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I see. I searched Christmas first because I knew there were like Christmas fluff, Christmas sex, Christmas mm-hmm. smut. Mm-hmm. But I just searched for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, I probably would have got more hits if I'd searched for holidays. But then, I, it, I but then it didn't fall in line with what you needed. So it probably no. wouldn't have been a good thing anyway. No. Yeah. And I would I would like it known, right, that because I am a fucking pal, I did not bring the power of love because I didn't know if you were going to bring it. And I was like, that feels disingenuous. It's a het fic. I won't bring that. But the power of love for those of you who are like, what the, that's a Frankie Goes to Hollywood song. It is. And it's also the name of a one shot that our friend Dee, who we had on the podcast many, many moons ago, mm-hmm. it's part of her rookie series. She, the Christmas fic that she wrote for her rookie series. Because mm-hmm. it's not a Christmas song. That's always bothered me. It's not a Christmas <laughs> song in a period of time where all the Christmas number ones were Christmas songs. It's just a fucking random rogue love song. Mm-hmm. But it's it was a Christmas number one, so it's included in all the Christmas countdowns and shit like that. It's not a bad mm-hmm. song, it's just it's mm-hmm. festive. But I had to scroll past that and I was like, I'll be a pal. Sandra might want to bring that because that's <laughs> in Sandra's wheelhouse. There is a female involved. So I had to scroll past that. I scrolled past Step Into Christmas and I scrolled past Jules and Jingle Bells and I was like, this is some bullshit. There are three excellent things right there that I could bring and I can't. And then I challenged myself further by going, I should take, I should I should take a head fix. I, sh- I should. I, should I know. Do and then you showed up with two of the same. And I was like, do you know how many like minutes I spent trying to find a head fic that I didn't hate? Well, no hate on head fics. They're just not my jam anymore, yeah, guys. Yeah. I actually think this actually works out really well because we've literally got like a little bit of everything in our in yeah. our recommendations, which I think works out well. So yeah. I, I think we could kind of... We kind of hit a lot of different points on this one. Yeah, my my original was, let me search. And I did find some cute one shots and things like that. But then I was like, wait a minute. I ha- I know I remember reading one that was that's not complete, which I'll mention. And then there's another one where I'm like, it's in my Kindle. <laughs> if it's in my Kindle, it's made it to like the top, you know, like I've, yeah. I've saved it for a reason. So Oh, and then I went back and I'm like, yep, there it is. So it was a little bit of like, aha, why am I doing, why am I going through this when I already have to? Now, if we do this again next year, it may be a little <laughs> bit more difficult because, you know, we're whittling down what my Christmas, no. I, then I'll no. have another Christmas related one that I'll, I'll love no. a lot and put in there. No, no. no. If no. we do this next year, we're doing another fucking writing challenge for it. And we're both going to write Christmas something. Okay. And we're going to bring our own fucking <laughs> fix again because I'm not doing this again. Okay. It's took me a long time. You do, Next year we're that, something. you do realize that's more work. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's not. Because it's, 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 it's not. It's not. Because I can write something sweet and kinky. We thought it wasn't going to be a big deal when we did it last time. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. No. Okay. It, it will be. It will be better because I can write something kinky and fun and sweet that doesn't involve 
Kerry right. Canes and We're the insertion see. thereof. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. I've got we've got this. We'll do this next year and we'll be able to come back and listen and see who was right and who was wrong on that on that situation. Like if we do this, are you you're serious though? We're gonna do a writing, we're gonna do yep. a writing challenge. Okay. All right. Wait, yep. wait for that, listeners. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we'll start it in like June. June. <laughs> <laughs> Aiming for a finish sometime in. December. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. We'll have to do it in. It'll have to be done by November so that we could record it for December. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look, I'll oh, give us fucking loads of times. I won't even make you write Wincest. Okay. You can write whatever you oh, goddamn oh, want. Oh. Okay. Okay. I'm the nicest <laughs> motherfucker, right? If you can write. You didn't have to write Wincest last time. I resent the implication, Sandra. No. I didn't have to. I didn't have I'm to. Kidding. There was no implication. There was no implication. Okay. So uh, now, now that we've given ourselves more work. <laughs> so i was going to go through my recommendations first i have done some notes on the on the actual like this is this is my full rec but i wanted to toss out one beforehand and then i'll i'll add one after so the first one is if we make it through december it's by incog ninja thoughts like a minefield mj who we've had on a couple of times, times now, um, but you won't hear oh, okay. the second one until 2024. But this one's a Dean slash Donna. It's not complete yet, which is why I didn't want to like wreck wreck it. Cause I was like, well, you know, it's not quite, it's not done. It's about, I think five, maybe five or six chapters in and it's sweet, fluffy. It's Donna wanting to give the boys a proper Christmas. And you know, we love that. We love it yes. when somebody wants to, dote on the boys and it's initially like you know it's doting on sam and dean but then you get you know you you get into dean's head about how like you know he kind of always had feelings for donna um and kind of like unrequited you know it's a bit of pining from both and it's just like it's it's just like it develops over i think a couple days of this like you know crushing stuff that gets a little bit more a little bit more um and then I wrote in my notes, thank God, because MJ got an amazing smut scene written in there before. <laughs> it went into <laughs> and I, I'm not going to stop hoping because never say never. Somebody might always go back to their stuff and finish it. But even if it doesn't, it's just the fulfillment of the crushing into that, which I think is just very hot and sweet and all those good. Th- it's all the things we, I know I feel about Dean as a lover in general that I just feel like yes, give me all of this. I, I totally want this kind of a situation. So there's that mm-hmm. one. That's like the not full on recommendation. But if you want to just, you know, read about Dean and Donna, and I think the POV switches between the two of them. So that's, that's really nice. I do. I do love Donna. Yes. I, I just have, I have a lot of, a lot of feels for Donna. I, I, I relate to Donna a lot and she's, she's great. So my actual recommendation is also a Dean slash Donna. It is, <gasps> Give me one, give me one reason to stay here. And it's by Jay Scribbles. Now, at first I wasn't going to wreck this because I'm like, I've already recommended something by this author, but I'm like, I do this all the time when I love an author, I'll just continue to wreck, wreck their stuff. Um, Yeah. So Dean slash Donna, I think this is probably my favorite, like headcanon character ship, like out of. Out of all the characters, if I was going to pair, I think, Dean with somebody, it's Donna. I just feel like they get each other, like, on a friend level first. And I think that's really important. Like, they respect each other. And I feel like they could provide a stability, you know, and a care for each other that would help them out in the end, you know? Yes. A healthy relationship. Something I think that they both need. And because they they both put themselves down so very much time and time again in different ways. Um, the story title comes from the Tracy Chapman song. Uh, the story notes actually has a link if you want to listen to it, if you've never listened to it before. This was written four years ago before the, there's a there's a cover to it, I think that's just recently come out this year. I can't remember by who, um, some guy. I just, the Tracy Chapman song is just, it's just really great. I, re- I remember her and like Fast Car. Like she, she's from like my like early like you know my teen days. So I I have I have fondness for Tracy Chapman. 
and those mm-hmm. those two songs. So I don't know. Have you have you listened to her stuff, Carly? I don't think so. Okay. It doesn't ring a bell. You might like it. I would give it a listen. I think you might like it. Jay Scribbles, the author, also wrote the story Fudge Buddies that I recommended in, I think, another one of our Canon Fodders. It was a Friends with Benefits story. Mm-hmm. So quite similar to this one. I'll explain a little bit more in detail. So this writer is primarily a Destiel writer, and they posted stories for about two years. There's like a couple dozen. Um, their last story post was in 2020. Uh, if you're mm-hmm. interested, and I'll just throw it in there now. If you're interested in another holiday adjacent fic, that's that's this one's Destiel. It's also written by Jay Scribbles. It's titled The Bad Santa Claus. Now, I have not read it yet, but the summary sounds amazing. So I think it might be worth a read. I'm probably going to read it over the holidays, but it's a collab. So I think there's like three or four different writers that wrote with Jay Scribbles, but it's called The Bad Santa Claus. I think the summary is, I think like Dean accidentally kills Santa Claus and then- just like this, just like the the uh, the movie, you know. I'm assuming like a the lot Santa of, Claus. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of really horrible things and funny things occur. They <laughs> said one of the one of the tags was like non-con body mortification. So I'm assuming. I mean, he's going to turn into Santa Claus if it's anything like like the movie. So yeah. I, I I think it would be. I think that's probably a fun a fun read. So there's that one. In case anyone just needs more by this author, because I do like this author's writing. Their storytelling and their humor is just very good. And they get really in the feels. So I, I can imagine that if that's something that, you know, you like, they get into the characters' heads a lot. I think you'd enjoy it. Again, this story kind of takes the friends with benefits theme from Fudge Buddies, but it starts with Dean and Donna are already in the friends with benefits zone. So mm. it tosses them right into Christmas dinner at Jody's and them mm. having to sort of keep things under wraps. And there, everybody's in this, which I really like in the story. So, like, there's Sam, Eileen, um, there's Jody, there's Castiel, there's Claire, there's I'm sorry, Alex. If, you, if you're gonna write Dean Donna, you have to write Sam Jody as well. That's the law. Well, I so okay. Like when I get into the story, I'm I kidding. You'll see I'm why. No, no, no. But but I mean, if if that's if that's if that's a thing that you're wondering, why didn't that happen the other way? Then there there is. There is reasoning behind it. So I'm not going to talk too much in detail about the plot of the story because really it's it's pretty cut and dry. Like it's just Dean's got Dean's gotten feelings, um, even though, you know, they agreed on this whole friend with benefits thing, as one typically does in this kind of a situation. Yeah. And there's a lot of miscommunication. You know, I'm sure Donna thinks, oh, well, he doesn't want anybody to know. Because I'm just not, you know, his usual cup of tea and da 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 da. da. Oh. But we, the oh. first part of the story goes into like Dean's Dean's POV. It might all be Dean's POV. It's been a while since I read it, so this might be all Dean's POV. But there's a, a a segment that I highlighted. It was him, not her. He told her before, and she'd said she understood that she'd agreed, even. But he really wished she wouldn't take it to heart. He reached over and took her hand, giving it a squeeze. Hey, look, I'm sorry, I, and then in his head, I'm really scared to ruin this. Just think, they'd give us a hard time. They'd ask questions, and you know how stuff is with Sam and me, with our lives? It's messy. The fewer people that know, the less likely the less likely it is that you'll be dragged into the shit show of our lives. So that's like his, that's like his um, reasoning to her. But then, you know, you fall into whole the classic rom-com, like how they, like, how his feelings started to build and, you know, how she's so very different than what he usually goes for, but that, you know, he wishes he could have, he could have told his younger self that, you know, this is what happiness and love is. You know, it's like, I love this line. He wished he could go back in time and tell that stupid kid that happiness looked like round, happy cheeks and a rose tattoo that was faded and kind of wonky. And that happiness quoted movie lines to him in between hitched nasally laughter. Happiness was sexiest, not in lingerie, though he was sure she'd look smoking in that too, but in a police uniform pressed and tucked in because she felt bravest and most proud of herself in it. This is why I fucking love people (laughs) that, that understand and want to give Dean 
happy. So this is pretty much like- Fuck that. I've fallen in love with Donna. Yeah. That too, though. Like, you know, (laughs) but that like, you know, his love and how he he can get out of himself and give himself happiness. So- it takes a little it takes a little while jinx but he does come to consciousness you know he does realize and but then he gets scared like you know oh my god what is this going to be like you know like you know what is this going to mean like you know i can't have anything real he talks about there's the quote from uh what isn't what should never be when he's over john's headstone in the mm-hmm. in the cemetery, and it's it's brought up a couple of times. Why is it my job to save these people, Dad? Why do I have to be some kind of hero? What about us? Huh? So it's yeah. like that. It's that over Aww. and over and over again. So I would just say it all comes to a very nice ending. And there's a sweet scene that relates back to the story title where, you know, they're still trying to keep things under wraps and he goes into the bathroom where Donna is and she's like singing along to this song. And then they kind of do a little, little, a little sway and singing together, which I, I just Aww. think was really cute. It's very romancy. <laughs> no, that's cute. I like that. And then they have, they finally get together and they have, you know, they, first they're saying like, well, we're not going to, we're not going to fool around here because you know we don't want anybody to catch on but then they eventually just explain themselves to each other they're finally out in the open all the feelings are out there and then they have one of the best love scenes because it's very hot and very steamy in the beginning but then there's that connection and the feelings and they say they love each other and it's just so very sweet so i just think it's if you want like christmas and stuff and holiday oh and the reason there's the whole like I think the whole Sam and Eileen thing is also there to kind of Sam is the one to say, you know, Dean, it's time for us to have something real too, you know, and I I want to take the chance and have something real mm-hmm. with her. And, you know, I think that kind of like gives him that, well, I shouldn't be afraid to do that too. And there's a lot of great fun stuff with with the found family and all of that. So I just think if you just like seeing a lot of canon characters just around the table, enjoying each other and enjoying a holiday. I think that's also something that, you know, you'll, you'll like and enjoy. So yeah, so I is like that. Yeah. Is it post season or is it like Canon Divergence? Where, I where are we feel at? like it post might series. be like season 14 ish. Cause it's, it's written in 2019. So I feel like it's like, okay. Oh, right. They yeah. wrote somewhere in season 11 or 12 in the additional tags. So it's kind of vague, but like in that whole, I guess, right after the darkness and right around when Mary's come back kind of a situation. So uh, around, around the same time as fudge buddies. Cause that was the start of season 12, wasn't it? Yeah. Go, yeah. We're going to give you what you, what you really, what you've always wanted. And then it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. gone away for them. I, yeah, I have that open. I still yeah. haven't read it. This one is, I checked. This one was written before Fudge Buddies. So I I feel like they, I think this person also wrote this as a gift to a friend. So, and they might've even done that with Fudge. Oh, Fudge Buddies, I think was a big bang or a reverse Uh, bang where they had a, had art to write to. So again, um, I haven't really read any of the other Destiel stuff, but I mean, I I have a feeling that, you know, just when you again, like we've said, if you enjoy the way a, a writer writes and how they tell a story, you can usually go along with everything. And that bad Santa Claus sounds just really funny. So I may, I yeah, may, I may, I may, I may read that too. But yeah, that's my that later. that's my that's my pick. And there's, yeah, I mean, if you want uh, blowjobs, um, who doesn't? Conalingus sixty nine, sixty nine with Dean Winchester. Hello, Dean and Donna. Um, you know, hashtag Dean Winchester's oral <laughs> fixation. Hello. Yes. There you go. There's face yep. sitting, which I don't know why they didn't put in this. But there's face sitting. Hello. <laughs> you don't need to sell me any further on this. I'm right there. No jinx. No. 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 Oh. no. Thanks. So there's there's yeah. That's that's my recommendation for a really like angsty, but then very fluffy and sweet and feels. I think. Give me one reason to stay here by Jay Scribbles is my. Give Me One Reason to Stay Here by Jay Scribbles. Rating is explicit. No archive warnings apply. Category is female male. 
fandom is supernatural. Relationship, Donna Hanscom slash Dean Winchester, Eileen Leahy slash Sam Winchester. Character, Donna Hanscom, Dean Winchester, Sam Winchester, Eileen Leahy, Jody Mills, Castiel, Claire Novak, Alex Jones, Supernatural. Additional tags, male slash female, Dean slash Donna Freeform, Sam slash Eileen Freeform, Christmas, Fluff, Angst, Somewhere in Season 11 or 12, Adopted Family, Dean Has Baggage, Smut, Blowjobs, Cunnilingus, 69, Mutual Oral, Multiple Orgasms, A Christmas Fic, Fluffy Holidays. Summary. Partway through their road trip to Christmas dinner at Jody's, Dean has a realization about his feelings for Donna and thinks maybe he's been wrong all this time about their friends with benefits arrangement. Maybe the benefit of their relationship is happiness and the glaring fact that they're both head over heels falling for each other. Or a fic where Dean is an idioting idiot who idiots. Donna is fucking precious. Cass bastes a turkey. Eileen and Sam are a couple of the year and Clara secretly the 19-year-old she pretends she's not. Notes. Happy birthday to the amazing, beautiful, kind, pure-hearted, sexy, and talented AF, son-of-a-bitch SPN family, who is a gift to this fandom. She inspires me on a regular basis to not only write pretty good fanfic about a hunter and his angel, but to be a kind person because she's a kind person, and seriously excels at making people feel valid and loved and appreciated. Sorry this birthday present is so late. Please enjoy the Dean slash Donna and Saline. Mega thank you to Malmuses for taking a look-see over this and doing beta work for me. Thank you for making it readable. And you can also find links to the two songs referenced in this fic in the story, which is Holding Out for a Hero and Give Me One Reason. The road ahead of the Impala was a bright, stark white only carved through by black gouges left behind by previous drivers, and was framed by the snowy evergreen trees that towered on either side of the lane. Dean thought, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, and immediately cursed himself for getting that blasted song in his head. Thankfully, Donna turned up the music, drowning out his yuletide earworm with Dreams by Fleetwood Mac instead, as if she knew. It wouldn't have been his first choice for road trip tunes, but the tape had come right from Donna's old collection of her high school faves, and Dean had to admit, he didn't hate it. Actually, most of her cassettes were slowly making their way into the battered tin of tapes that he stored in the glove compartment. Fleetwood Mac, Tracy Chapman, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, and hell, even guilty pleasure music like Bonnie Tyler. Dean would be hard-pressed to admit to Sam he now knew every word, of holding out for a hero. But around his girl, he'd sing along with as much gusto as she did, not feeling a drop of embarrassment as she grinned at him in between choruses, her dimples deep and her cheeks rosy. What's the story this time again? Keep losing track, you know? Donna laughed before her tongue poked out of the side of her lips. She tried to balance her foot on the dashboard, dragging orange nail polish over her big toe. Were you just visiting me or doing a case? Nothing with a flicker of amusement in his chest that Sam would lose his mind if he knew how Dean allowed someone to put their feet on baby's dash. Dean glanced over. The story is, I was helping Irv out with a case up in Winnipeg. Sam didn't want to come with you? Donna asked, followed by a mutter under her breath as the car went over a speed bump, causing her to paint the knuckle of her big toe a vibrant orange. Nah, told him it was a clown thing. Again? Jeez, Buster, one day he's going to get suspicious of all the clown activity you specifically got to handle. I also think he has something against Winnipeg, but that might be because he watches hockey for some stupid-ass reason, and he's angry at the Jets for crushing the Red Wings recently. I mean, we've got angels and demons running all over the place and 12 apocalypses happening left and right. Who knows when he has time to give a shit about hockey? but Sam's kind of weird. When he was met with silence from Donna, Dean glanced over and saw her gaping at him. What? Donna picked up a stack of cash held together by an elastic band that Dean stored in the ashtray and flapped it at her drawing, half-assed pedicure. 
Can't believe you don't watch hockey. Careful, Donna. Your Minnesota is showing. Oofta, Donna huffed, shaking her head and glancing at him in mock disdain. Did I pick the wrong brother? Should I call the tall one who likes hockey? You know, the sensible one. Dean reached over and shoved at her shoulder, his chest blossoming with warmth as Donna swayed in response and laughed into the back of her hand, her curls bouncing around her round cheeks. I will turn this car around, Donna. No movie for you. No movie theater popcorn, no slushy. They're all mine. And no Jody's turkey dinner for you. Dean jested, jutting a thumb over his shoulder. I told him I was picking you up on the way back from the hunt, but we're only 40 minutes out from your place, so I can make a U-turn. You wouldn't, Donna yelped, her snorty giggle catching in her throat. Fuck, she was so cute. Test me, girl. Those toenails will be dried from the mere whiplash of that Yui. Donna lowered her feet to the mat under the dash, and she raised her chin at him. I will arrest you for making an illegal U-turn, civilian. Drive onward. Dean glanced over at her, his brow raised. Oh, cuffs, huh? Last time I asked you to use cuffs on me, you said no. A patchy blush rose on Donna's face, but her lips spread into a cheeky grin. Well, you might be able to convince me, Winchester. Tonight? Dean perked up. After everyone goes to sleep? Donna looked caught off guard when he looked over at her. She cleared her throat, lowering her eyes from the road to her knees. I know we're not, um. That's when she paused, shrugging one shoulder. You don't want to be telling none of your friends about, about this. She gestured between them. So we can't really be thinking about all the naughty things we could be doing the next few days at Jody's. We'll be in different bedrooms. But next time you come visit my place, I have a few cuffs lying around that could come out of retirement. He noticed her picking at the rip in the knee of her jeans, and the warmth in Dean's heart drained away, sliding down into his stomach, settling there in a pool of guilt. She was right. He had said that he didn't want to tell their friends and family, that he didn't want to complicate anything. Saying that there was something between them made it real, and real relationships always went wrong. Dean always fucked them up. Well, that is that is on my uh, to read later list, along with Pat <laughs> Santa Claus and the name of the other one. If we fudge make buddies, it, yeah, I have. I, I fudge buddies. It's there. It's on my list. I'm gonna get to it. Okay, soon. It'll be. Soon. You'll, you'll enjoy it. I mean, you you know. I know I'll enjoy. It. I you like I Dean like, and Donna. So. I love Dean Donna. So mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll like get it. to it. I'll get to it. But uh, so my Rex. I also brought two wrecks, um, to the surprise of literally fucking nobody. <laughs> I brought a wincest. I brought a wincest. But then I was like, no, challenge yourself. Find <laughs> find a het fic as well. So I brought a het fic as well. But we'll we'll cover the wincest first. So this is called Now We've Got Time by okay. Now I don't know how you would pronounce that author title, but I want to call it Teeth Aching. Yeah, like teeth. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's like teeth, teeth with an I, like T-I-F. Yeah, teeth aching. Teeth aching, mm-hmm. maybe. Teeth aching. I feel, I feel like there's a different word in there that I'm really missing, but I don't know what it is. So this is, as I said, this is a Winces fic, so it's Sam and Dean. And this one, this is set post-series. Okay. So it's set. They're in the bunker. They, The big bad's been done with, you know, and they're just life. And mm-hmm. it's their first Christmas post like post series season show mm. it's real fucking cute and i will say actually there is no penetrative sex in this everybody sit down immediately <laughs> you know please nobody faint don't crash the car if you're driving um sometimes <laughs> i read things that that aren't filth not very mm-hmm. often but sometimes sometimes and i was i was saying to a friend this morning if only i'd made save a horse a christmas present Instead of just a random casual sex request, I could have brought that to this and my life would have been so much easier, but I didn't. I didn't. So this is just, you know, and it's just, like I said, it, there's the, the only sex in it is like a shower hand job. That's, that's it. Like a mutual hand job. Every, everybody gets an orgasm, but that's mm-hmm. it. And it's more about the relationship between them and, you know, them finding kind of, 
not so much finding who they are, but embracing who they are mm-hmm. after everything. Mm-hmm. So we miracles in there, miracle the dog as well. <laughs> miracle. So we start off like it's Christmas morning, and Sam's getting out of bed to go to go for a run, and Dean's like, "It's Christmas. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> and there's there's a reference to a very supernatural Christmas. Actually, Sam's like, "You know, I'm good. The weather's warm." I'm going to make the most of it. And Dean's like, well, the last time it was warm with no snow, there were crazy pagan gods. So look after your fingernails, which is, I, I love that episode, as you all know. Aww. So Sam's like, invites the dog and the dog just gets into bed with Dean and is just like, no, mm. what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. So Sam goes off for a run and then we see Dean like prepping this like epic Christmas breakfast, like mm. feast. And it's real like Dean's love language is like, I know cooking isn't a love language, but like, what is it, like acts of servitude or something? Yeah, like that? acts acts of service. I feel like yeah, I I think that's yeah. I think that's big for him. Yeah, that makes a lot of yeah. sense. Yeah. So you know, like we've got Dean cooking cooking all this stuff, and he's like talking to the dog about like the presents that are under the tree, and he he like he's wrapped a tennis ball for Miracle, and he like unwraps that as the first present and takes Miracle out before he starts cooking. It's it's real fucking cute, guys. Mm-hmm. Sam comes back and he's like. I need to shower. And Dean's like, no, 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 no. Breakfast. We'll shower together later. And they have just like this, this fully like just epic breakfast feast. That's, it's just real fucking cute. Cause it like, obviously Dean is like overfeeding Sam. Who's like, oh my God, I haven't eaten this much food. Like, oh my God, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like three plates deep. And Dean's like, you ran a marathon this morning. You've got calories to spare. And he's like, I ran out of calories, like three plates ago. What the fuck? But it's, you know, it's it's real nice. And then Sam's like, we should shower. And Dean's like, but there are presents. So they right. go and there's like presents for presents for Miracle. He gets like a new collar and like new bowls and stuff. Real cute. And then, mm-hmm. then they exchange gifts. And I, like, I definitely recommend you read this one, Sandra, because I've read it and I was like, oh my God, Sandra would love that. <laughs> so Dean opens his gift and it's, it's used books, which is a weird gift for Dean, I think. Mm-hmm. But then you explore a little bit deeper and it's like cowboy romance novels. Aww. And yeah. I was I was in love with it. I was like, oh my God, that's the fucking cutest. And the idea that they are now so, they feel now so secure that Dean can read for pleasure yeah. instead yeah. of for work. Mm-hmm. It was real cute. And it, like, it, it never sort of specifies in these books, but the implication is that they were quite difficult to track down. And Sam was like, I raided all the libraries and all the users were like, fucking take them. You know, so Dean's like real fucking happy. Dean gives Sam his gift and his gardening supplies. Again, kind of a bit of an odd gift for Sam. But then you kind of elaborate and Dean's like, if you grow anything, like come the spring, like I'll help you like plot out a place. And if you decide to grow anything funky, just don't tell me. And then you kind of find out that, you know, Sam is still, even though most of the threats are gone, he doesn't oh, want to let like- he's still doing his warlocky stuff. He's still his like- His witch stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't want to let that fall away. And, you know, you can tell he's immediately planning on planting things that he can use for protection mm-hmm. and things like that. And again, I think it's- It's sweet. I think it's, it's so sweet that the the interpretation of the author is that when they are safe and secure- Dean will slow down mm-hmm. and Sam will find things to do that isn't books. Yeah. And I I love that. Yeah. Because in in the show, Dean's the hands-on one and Sam's the the book guy. Mm-hmm. And that reversal is real fucking cute. Yeah. It's real sweet. Yeah. I and like then that they Sam finally gets a shower and you know they they jerk each other off in the shower. And but it's not like it's not even the main. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like just like the cherry on top yeah. of the cake. You know, it's yeah. it's real sweet. Yeah. It is fully real sweet. So, I mean, yeah. you know, I hope nobody's fainted or anything, being like, "Holy shit, Wincest with no sex and it's cute." What the fuck? I promise, I'm not a pod person. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just no. I like I of, like that a lot. No, yeah, that's, that's what I like in my holiday fix. If I'm like, it's not my favorite like trope or genre or whatever. But if if, if you know, if I'm going to read it, I want it to be sweet and It has to be loving. fluffy. It, it has yeah. to be fluffy. If it's not, then it's not Christmas. I mean, unless you're doing something totally like you're going so anti, like, you know, like you're, you're, you're flipping, you're flipping the idea on its head. That's, that's different. And I'm sure some people really do that great, but I think going into it, you'd want to know, like I said, it says Christmas fluff. 
I'm I'm always really in love with the the idea of giving the boys a proper Christmas, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is you know that's that's what I wrote Step into Christmas for. Sandra's covered that in in her Rex. You know, mm-hmm. I just I just really like I just want to snuggle them. Just be like, guys, please, yeah. please. I just want you to be soft. Well, that's sweet. Um, that's sweet that they have that for each other too. So yeah, that's, that's sweet. Sweet to do. So, I, I I love that he like is cooking and when we talked about um are giving thanks with the winchesters like what we assumed the holiday would be i feel like this is like another extension of that you know about how he mm-hmm. he'd have he'd be like no nope, we got to do this 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 you know we're going to do these things and then we're going to enjoy each other kind of a situation mm-hmm. let's let's have let's have a proper christmas the way we should have had for years and let's you know the fact that he's he's wanting to do that for sam and sam's wanting to do that for him and like the thoughtfulness of the gifts and things like that and and letting them just, like you said, relax and be at ease with what they like and that the other one is okay with that. Yeah. Fully sweet. So, yeah, I am. I'm just, I just, they need that. They need to be loved and (laughs) and snuggled and fluffed and put in nerdy Christmas jumpers and elf hats, (laughs) you know, um, mentioning Now We've Got Time by Tiff Aching. Rating is explicit. No archive warnings apply. Categories male-male. Fandom is supernatural. Relationship Dean Winchester slash Sam Winchester. Characters Sam Winchester, Dean Winchester. Additional tags. Christmas smut. Christmas fluff. Christmas tree. Innuendo. Sibling incest. Humor. Christmas in the Men of Letters bunker. Supernatural. Running, showering Dean Winchester, showering Sam Winchester, shower sex, hand jobs, Dean Winchester's love language is cooking, Dean Winchester keeps Miracle the dog. And this is part of the SBN J2 Xmas Exchange collection. Summary Just a normal Winchester Christmas in the bunker. Notes written for the SBN J2 Xmas Exchange for Genereva 1676. Apologies for the lateness. Sam wakes suddenly like he always does, one arm wrapped around Dean's waist and his nose buried in his brother's hair. He didn't set an alarm, but he's never really needed to. A childhood with John Winchester made both him and Dean able to wake at whatever ungodly hour they think is necessary, whether they actually want to or not. Still, Sam surreptitiously checks his watch. It's not like he can look out a window to see whether the sun has risen. Dean woke when he did. Sam can tell though he's pretending he didn't. Sam's getting up to go for an early morning run, and his brother wants no part of being invited to go along. Sam disengages carefully and slowly rolls out of bed. Dude, seriously? You're not taking the first really our own Christmas off from your non-existent track career? Dean doesn't open his eyes and shows no signs of getting out of bed. Gonna do a bunch of sit-ups, too? He jumps a little under the covers and grunts as Sam leans over to slap his ass. You'll be singing the praises of my core strength later, and it's unseasonably warm with no snow the past few days. I'm going to take advantage of it while I can. You just lay here and get your beauty sleep. Yeah, well, I remember when unseasonably warm and no snow meant there was a nice respectable pair of married pagan gods sacrificing folks but you go right ahead on out there and try to hang on to your fingernails. Unless there's another psycho couple hanging out in the middle of nowhere outside the bunker, I'm going to go with the more rational global warming explanation. Sam grabs his sweatpants off Dean's desk chair and heads back to his room to get into the rest of his running gear. He casts one look over his shoulder and grins as Dean rolls over into the warm spot he just left and pulls the blankets up over his head. Miracle hops onto the bed and circles twice before settling down against Dean's back. Do you want to go for a run? Sam gestures at the open door and shakes his head as the dog thumps his tail against the blankets before lowering his head with a shuddering sigh into happy whine. Fine. I'll see you both when I get back. So, to counterbalance all that, though, I was like, I brought a real fucking sweet Winsest fic, right? 
And then I brought a filthy Samfic, you know. So hold on to everything Sandra was just saying about Christmas fics should be fluffy and they should be cute and they should be nice because this is none of those things. All right, it's some of those things. Yeah, I'm sure there's some in there somewhere, yeah. <laughs> it's some of those things. Yeah. If you would like, Sandra wrote quite comprehensive thoughts on hers and my thought, like, my notes for this thick were cute domestic salmon reader, family time and animals being animals, haha, stupid hot sex, dirty talking salmon, breeding kink. <laughs> so I kind of feel like that probably fills you in. Now, I tend to shy away from fix where either of the boys have children, mm. whether together or with female partners, male partners. I just, I write for escapism, guys. Mm-hmm. I read for escapism. I know what having children is like. I have them in my house. So I tend not to, but I couldn't get this one out of my head. So it's called By the Rains and it's by Kitten of Doomage, which if you spent any time in the mm. sort of like het, you know, like reading yeah. insert space of Supernatural on AO3, hello. The podcast mascot is being very around today. That's you not said right animals one. being animals. So <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. Hashtag jinx being jinx. Hi, Bubba. <laughs> when you went earlier on, when I was like, no, jinx, no, he like laid down in my lap and I was having a nice time. And then he got up and left and I don't know mm. why he left. It was very sad. If you have spent any time in the sort of het supernatural fandom on AO3, you must know Kitten of Doomage. They are prolific and their stuff is so good. You know, mm-hmm. everybody knows Kitten of Doomage. Kitten of Doomage, if you are listening, please hit us up. We would love to have a fucking chat. Come talk to us. If you are still active, I think you are. That's if like we a biggie. Kitten- that's a big one. So I'm kind of like really trying to, you know, that's like, that's like a little no, scary, no. like reaching out, you know? If we get Kitten of Doomage, and or small and grumpy on the podcast we'll have mm. made it mm-hmm. i won't care what the numbers say we will have fucking <laughs> made it at that point that would be so cool so if you yeah. are if you're listening and you're friends with kitten of doomage <laughs> or small and grumpy please hit us up you know sell us we're great we're funny we are utterly unprofessional we're a goddamn delight but uh. this fic is by them so it's a sam slash reader so it's quite short it's only about two thousand words and the first bit is just like the um yeah, the cute part so it's Sam <laughs> and wife and they have a small child and they're at some kind of winter fair and it's from the the female perspective who is just like oh I'm so tired I have coffee <laughs> and to go home this is bullshit why did we do this so I relate heavily because mm-hmm. I do lots of things for my children that leave me going I have no idea why I did this this was a terrible <laughs> idea my feet hurt I would like to go home now <laughs> Um, so, you know, they're going around. Sam's got the, the little one up on his shoulders. Then they're meeting the reindeer. I'm like, oh, look, it's Comet and Blitzen. And why is that reindeer giving the other reindeer a piggyback? Ha <laughs> ha, whoops. No. So immediately we just like shuffle the child off like, oh, shit, no, whoops. <laughs> um, you know, but that's just kind of like the setup. You know, it's cute. And I think if you have children, we've all been there with the wives that doing that. And you're like, oh, bollocks. Um how much am I willing to admit here in the in the middle of public? So they get home, put the baby to bed, and that's the end of the child's story. It's just like plot convenient child, you know, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And then Sam, she's like, oh, I gotta do laundry, we need to eat. And he's like, shut up, let me run you a bath and I'll sort it out. Blah, 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 blah. She mm-hmm. goes to have a bath, comes in, Sam's naked on the bed. Hello. And it turns <laughs> out that the reindeers giving each other a piggyback has inspired Sam to be like, ah. we should have another baby. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and he he convinces her but it's not like it's not like coercion he's just like yeah we talked about it i think now is the time jesus christ please let me fuck you without a condom (laughs) that is not the words he uses and then it's just real hot like it's it's only a short sex scene but it's real fucking hot we've got like dirty talking sam like breeding Mm -hmm. king it's real good guys it's real good i'm seeing there's it's good right there's a lot of yep there's a lot of sam talking the way yeah yep (laughs) yep (laughs) Hashtag Sam Winchester's filthy mouth. That should be an official tag. It's only my tag at the moment, but it should be. Oh, um, and then, it, you know, it's, it, it just ends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're all done. They're like, oh, yeah, no, we're not exactly out of practice, but we should we should probably practice more, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just cute at the end. Um, oh, do they fall asleep? I think they might Get actually. some sleep, yes. <laughs> yeah. Carly loves this- that. I, I I don't know how to end my fix, guys. So I just make though. them fall asleep. Yeah, that's cute. I just make them fall asleep. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a lot of there's filthy talk. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep. Good yep. times, good times. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have sold Sandra on my picks for sure. <laughs> no. Um. So yeah, and it's while it doesn't hit all the notes of what I what I just got done saying, I feel like a Christmas fix should have. 
I'm a sucker for a filthy, dirty, talking Sam. Like, shoot me, you know. But, it's, but it, it does have the cute, but it has cute domestic stuff, like you said, too. It's got yeah. the fluffy part of it, too, like with the family and, again, like them having a real, authentic life and what that entails. You know what I mean? Like mm. all of like the weird, you know, the stuff you got to, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, let's let's go on. Let's move on. Let's move on to the monkeys or something. <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> that's Petting the worst situation. place to go if you yeah. don't want your child to see monkey animals house. fucking. No, 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 yeah, not the monkey house. So don't go there. Reptiles is a good shout. <laughs> <laughs> reptiles is a good shout. That's okay. The, rept- okay. the reptile house is is usually a pretty good shout. Big cats because they tend to be kind of lazy during the mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly reptiles is where you want to go if you <laughs> accidentally <laughs> catch animals piggybacking each other and you don't want to explain to your kid what the fuck is going on. Aww. Monkeys is always don't don't do that. <laughs> by the rains, by kitten of doomage. Rating is explicit. No archive warnings apply. Categories: female, male. Fandom is supernatural. Relationship: Sam Winchester slash reader. Characters: Sam Winchester, reader. Original female characters. Additional tags: Daddy Sam. Family Sam, Birds and the Bees, Sex Talk, Breeding Kink, Animals Having Sex, Christmas, Sam's Big Dick, Sam Being Filthy, Filthy Talk, Hard Fucking, Rough Fucking, Fluff, Romance, Love, Married Sam, Husband Sam, Freeform. And this is part seven of the 12 Days of Kinkmas 2017. Summary. The birds and the bees raise their ugly head during a trip to a winter wonderland, and aside from explaining it to your six-year-old, you also have to deal with the ideas in Sam's head. Exhausted did not cover how you felt after a full day of walking around the winter wonderland that had come to Lebanon. Sam was still going, full of energy and having more fun than you'd thought possible. Ray, your six-year-old daughter, was jumping and screaming in excitement as you approached the petting zoo, manned by a few grumpy-looking staff who'd clearly had enough of children. Yeah, you were ready for a cup of coffee and bed. Ray whooped in happiness as her father scooped her off the ground, settling her on his broad shoulders to give her a good view of the animals in the petting zoo. You followed behind, looking for nothing but a bench, but the little girl had spotted the reindeer and she absolutely needed to go and see them. Daddy, Daddy, look! There's Blitzen and Dancer. Ray clapped, squealing, and Sam laughed, walking ahead while you wished for a coffee stall. And Cupid and Prancer. Is there a Rudolph? Sam asked, looking up as his daughter messed his hair up, making it fall in his eyes. No, but look, that one is giving the other one a piggyback ride. You frowned, peering around Sam to see what the reindeer were doing. Adults chuckled around you and covered their children's eyes, and Sam quickly pulled Ray off his shoulders as he realized that the reindeer were, in fact, not giving each other piggyback rides. Oh my, you gasped, watching the large male reindeer mount his counterpart, obviously intent on getting what he wanted despite the audience. He's not shy, is he? Daddy, I want to see, Ray complained, annoyed at being deprived of the sight of the reindeer. Maybe we should come back in a few minutes, Sam grumbled, but you noticed he wasn't taking his eyes off the mating animals. Give him a little credit, you giggled. He might have the stamina of a Winchester. The look your husband leveled you with was withering, and you tugged on Ray's hand. The reindeer keeper started to shoot people away, unable to separate the coupling deer. Come on, sweetheart. They've got bunnies over there. I think this is a good recommendation. I think people will enjoy. Yeah. I think there's a little bit of everything for everybody in this smattering of holiday cheer that we've yeah. provided. We got Wincest. We got Sam, female, uh, Sam Reader. We got Dean Donna. You know, what more could you want? Yeah. I have a Dean Reader. I think I can recommend if y'all want, but it's tangentially related to Christmas and not really. But, you know, I'll <laughs> toss it in if y'all want it. Hit me up in the comments and I'll uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll throw it in. Yeah, are you, are you doing anything special for Christmas this year? Is anything interesting happening? No, there's nothing. I mean, there'll be like family stuff, but I mean, if anybody's listened 
you, you will know my husband's schedule during the holidays is not necessarily the best because he works for UPS and it's all about bringing Christmas to everybody else first <laughs> before we get it. So yeah, we can hear the great teeth in that. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's so there's Christmas, not ours. There's there's a lot of that. I keep telling him, I said, you know, I'll, I'll be happy. I'd be really happy when you retire. We can have an actual Christmas season yes. together because my birthday is also two weeks before Christmas and we never get to do anything mm. big with hubs for my birthday. That's, that's it been like that be since big this year. It's a milestone. It's a milestone. Well, I'm going, I'm going with a friend to New York. So hubby's working. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> doing Sandra that. outsourced. Sandra's yeah. like, it's a milestone and I'm doing something. It's 50 let's do something. You, yeah. If it can't I'm be you, do it, anyway. do it anyway. So yeah. How about you? What are you doing? For Christmas, my Christmas got the is kitties. made of sadness. <laughs> my Christmas is made of sadness. I was diagnosed, well, probably, probably not even a couple of months ago, maybe a little while ago with type 2 diabetes. So my Christmas is made of sadness. My Christmas is made of no chocolate, no sweets, no cakes. And I would like to point out that I have two December birthdays. My eldest birthday is on the 2nd and my husband's birthday is on the 25th. Mm. So yes, Christmas Day. He... Mom was impatient. Mom was like, nope, oh, fuck everybody's Christmas up. Fuck you guys. Yeah, my Christmas is going to be, uh, it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. Let's let's put it that way. I might, mm-hmm. I will probably indulge a little bit because I've been real strict with myself. So I'll mm-hmm. probably maybe lose up a little bit, but overall I'm going to try and stick to the changes that I've made. But uh, apart apart from that, it'll be a Christmas that we don't have to leave the house for the first time in over a decade. Hmm. And it'll be the first Christmas. It'll be the first Christmas ever that I get to spend all day in my pajamas. <laughs> that will that will be nice. I'm I'm real looking forward to that. Good. Um, but yeah, no, it'll probably be because I get obviously I get the weekend off and then the Monday and Tuesday for Christmas and Boxing Day, mm-hmm. which Boxing Day is a holiday in the UK, like a bank holiday, so I get enough work. Mm-hmm. Um, probably just you know movies playing with new toys you know helping the kids with their new stuff see what they're up to you know yeah same same just with less and we kind of like so so again we're probably living vicariously through sam and dean wanting them to have (laughs) 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 yeah 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 Yeah. maybe so maybe so but you know it's going to be um my kiddo's turning 12 my eldest is going to be 12 my littlest is still five but every christmas there's never a Christmas that is the same with them because every year brings, you know, it brings different things and they believe mm-hmm. different things and they, there are different levels of, you know, like milestones, growth, things like that. And, um, oh, my youngest gave me a list of shit this year. <laughs> Some of which didn't exist. Some of which were just toys he invented. And I was like, oh. I don't, I, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> he wanted, he wanted a cruise ship. Um, hmm. I don't know what you know about children's toys, but they don't sell those. Yeah. They sell like Lego. Mm-hmm. And I was not buying Lego. So don't tell anybody. I'm going to wrap the cruise ship up and then I'm going to, my, I put like a sticker on one present for each of my kids. And I'm like, that one's from Santa. So Santa's bringing the fucking ship. And if it's wrong, he can blame the fat man. Normal me. But all the rest of the shit. Aww. They both got some surprises and some stuff that they don't know about. And, you know, my husband has surprises for me. I have surprises for him. Mm-hmm. And then we have, you know, like stuff, stuff that we know we've got for each other. I'm getting a pancreas. I know that. What now? What now? You're getting a pancreas? Yeah. The first the first things that I, I bought with my Christmas budget was a like a, a plushy pancreas. Oh, oh, that's right. Okay. I was like, Carly, what are you not telling me? <laughs> Yeah, that'd be a hell of a way to be like, I'm having surgery. I just announced it on the way. No, I bought I bought a um a plushy pancreas because obviously your pancreas is the thing that goes mm-hmm. wonky um when you when you have diabetes. So I bought I bought a pancreas and I'm it's it's my get mad pancreas. And every time I have to <laughs> deny myself chocolate and sweets and stuff, I'm just gonna throw it at somebody. I'm like on oh, the wall. But uh my husband my husband has gone off and he's like, ah, I'm buying you surprises, and I'm like, ah, I don't like that. Please do not. <laughs> But fair play to him. He came out with a fucking banger last year because he got me the license plate to the Impala last mm. year. Mm-hmm. Sue, you know. Yeah. 
I yeah. feel like such a Grinch because I'm just like, don't worry about presents. Let's not do presents. You know, let's, let's, we, I'd rather us do experiences together than, than, you oh, know, sure. spend money on presents. And I'm just kind of like, kind of like, you know, my present to Ted, my present to you is that I'm, I've, I've, I've stuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know present, stuff. baby. I'm still here. I'm still here. I love you. I'm still here. Like, you know, we're 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 getting through it like day by day. So yeah, that's that's like that's like my thing with him. I guess I'm just not a present person. I've come to realize that over the years. I just I guess I just I kind of feel like everything that I do for somebody that I care about over the entire year. Is kind of like my mm. present. And if it just yeah. seems like it's excess me. or something else that, you know, has, yeah, it just, it doesn't make sense just to, you know, give me this one thing that you think, cause he, you know, he, and he's, and he's a giver, he's a gift giver, which is like, we so don't work well with this because like he, he wants to give me something that he thinks I'll really like. And inevitably is something supernatural related. I'm like, baby, I love you. I'm like, but you don't have to give me something supernatural related every year. Aww. You know, I'm like, you don't have to, I'm like, you go and do these things with me. We go and have these experiences together. I said, that's, that's the gift, you know? And I'm like, you deal with all of my, all of my bullshit and all of my craziness and, you know, you support me. So I'm like, don't, don't have to, but he will inevitably he'll get me something. Yeah. And I just, yeah, I'm just like, no, I'm not, I don't, I don't give gifts anymore. It's been, it's been like this for like five or six years. I just, I've stopped. It just seems much for, 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 I think what we, what we do, you know, like our, yeah. for ourselves, it just like, I, I get the family and the kids and all of that, you know, gift giving stuff that people really love and enjoy. But it's like, you know, for us internally, we don't worry about it. And we don't really do a lot of gift giving. Last year, I did a bunch of gift giving to my family. I'm like, I think this is it, guys. I'm like, I think I've reached my peak. Don't expect this to happen again next year. I'm like, I, I don't think I can outdo myself, um, <laughs> you know, with with everybody, yeah. with everybody else. So, yeah. I'm a pretty, I fake it for my family, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty grinchy about Christmas. I don't really... <laughs> I don't really like it, you know, just for various reasons that I've, yeah. you know, I've dead mum, you know, like a strange family, all, all that good shit. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm like you. I would rather have like not tangible things. Mm -hmm. So I would, I would quite happily have like put my Christmas budget towards like a new tattoo, mm -hmm. or you know, a new piercing, mm -hmm. or you know, something something like that but he mm -hmm. likes he likes to have presents he likes yeah. to presents to open yeah. but it's real difficult because i'm like i'm grown mm -hmm. if i want shit i'll buy it i don't i don't save things up it's a symbol of somebody's love and care for you but then they do that the whole year you know yeah. so you know let's it's... let's just be thankful that we're together and that mm. we're healthy yeah. but i i get the whole like holiday thing because my mom and i've gone through that yeah. Year after year after year. And every year it's like, we, we just get those, the holiday blues situation because it's just never really felt like we always feel a little bit outside of what everybody else is experiencing with the holiday season. It just doesn't mm -hmm. feel like we've quite ever gotten that to the big grandiose effect that everybody else talks about. So maybe yeah. it doesn't help. Yeah, no, Maybe it doesn't. doesn't On that note, we've made this so depressing. Let's let's lift this <laughs> no, back up. No, let's <laughs> let's let's lighten it back up. Because for like for whatever my feelings are on Christmas, I was saying to a coworker who is um pregnant, so this is gonna be like the last Christmas as like just a couple. They'll they'll have mm. a baby next year. And I was like, however much you love Christmas now, however much you loved Christmas as a kid, I promise you <laughs> it is nothing compared to making a Christmas for your babies mm -hmm. and that is you know and i know it's mushy and i know like most parents say that christmas for the babies <laughs> but i i fuck it i love it you know mm -hmm. we like we order a takeout and we watch like i think it's been the christmas chronicles for the last couple of years because i feel like that's a good christmas eve movie mm -hmm. i feel weird watching it through december because it's like christmas eve you know <laughs> and it all like it exclusively takes place on christmas christmas eve movie so we'd like watch a movie and my husband reads like a story to the kids you know and they they put the the milk and cookies out for Santa and a carrot for Rudolph mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And then they go to bed and we make Christmas happen. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's that that's it for me. It's it's the time spent with people that I love more than yeah. what's under the tree. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah, we took that on a real downer, didn't we? No, but that's okay. Sorry guys. Merry no. Christmas. It's okay. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh yeah. So I mean, I guess we should we should wrap this up because we'll probably we could probably keep 
keep expounding and we want, we want to keep it light. So yes, um, all the, all the good things that we want for Sam and Dean, I think are represented in all of our, in all of our recs one way or another. So, you know, all our, all our happy holidays, Merry Christmas, uh, happy Yule. I, I'm sorry, guys. I don't know the greetings for Hanukkah and Kwanzaa. If you want to correct me, please let me know. From our homes to your homes, Merry Christmas for next Monday. Have yeah. a good holiday or if you're doing it over the weekend, you know, whatever. Merry Christmas. Merry All those Christmas. good things. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. Happy holidays. Dress your cats up as well. Dress your pets up. <laughs> if you have pets, you should dress them up. <laughs> Dix is cocking one ear at me like, fucking try it. You <laughs> try. I've put you in baby clothes before. You didn't like it, but I have. So Nina Nina. No, okay, as, you're, yeah. as you're preparing for the holiday, we are going to end <laughs> and wrap up this episode. And if you have any other recommendations for holiday fix, please let us know. If you want to reach out to us, you can email us at idlingintheimpala at gmail.com. You can comment on Spotify and use the Q&A section to share your thoughts. All our contact details are on our website, idlingintheimpala.com. Go check it out. Woo, website. Also, don't forget, it is the 19th. If you're in the UK, take your turkey out of the freezer. You got to take it out this week, otherwise it is not going to be ready for Monday. <laughs> take your meat out of the freezer. You need to give it a good few days to defrost in the fridge, oh not in the goodness. microwave. Okay, <laughs> take your food out of the freezer this week. Don't leave it till Sunday because it'll be fucked. <laughs> and also, while you're taking your meat out of the freezer, while you're taking your turkey out of the freezer, don't forget to like, comment, share, follow, and subscribe wherever you access your podcast. But especially if you watch or listen on YouTube, it really helps us with the algorithm. All hail, it's benevolence. In the description, always causes that we're championing in the description, but really important this time of year. The holidays are difficult for lots of people, but they can be especially difficult for members of the LGBTQ plus community. Maybe they don't have a safe home to go home to at Christmas. Um, you know, maybe they're going to be forced to go home and have to go back in the closet because they're not around safe people. You know, found family is not always a thing, even though we wish it was. So holidays can suck for a lot of people, but disproportionately they suck more for members of the LGBTQ plus community. So in the description, links to both UK and US-based uh, talking charities. You know, if you need to talk to somebody, if you need help, if you are in crisis, reach out. That is what they are there for. Also in the description, um, election information. We're wrapping up 2023. So, which means we're coming up to US election year. Yay, everybody's so <sighs> fucking excited. Yeah. Yay. So, <laughs> keep yourself informed, keep yourself appraised, appraised, keep ahead of the nonsense that we all have no doubt is going to go down. And remember, it's a jump to the left, not a step to the right. Vote blue, USA people. I don't care if you don't like the Democrats, please do not let him back in the White House. Jesus Christ, he'll blow us all up. No, <sighs> vote blue, okay? And we are very hopeful that by the time this episode goes out, we won't need to include this section anymore. But at the time of recording, it is still needed. So we are highlighting, spotlighting, championing two charities that are both on the ground in the Ukraine and in Gaza, helping people that are in the Ukraine, obviously that are still trapped, cut off, and you know, victims of Russia's unlawful invasion of the Ukraine, which is not getting the media attention it should do. But you know, we're going to keep harping on about it until that war is officially declared over. And of course, the Israel-Hamas conflict that is going on in Gaza at the moment as well. We are not trying to make this political. We're not asking you to pick a side. This is not about politics. This is about people. There are people in Gaza that did not ask for war. They don't want this. You know, they probably don't even support Hamas. They're just trying to live their fucking lives and they're being killed. They're starving, they're trapped, and they're being killed. It's humanitarian, not political. We are drawing attention to both World Central Kitchen and Doctors Without Borders, World Central Kitchen is obviously on the ground in those places feeding people and in lots of other places as well. And Doctors Without Borders equally providing medical care for people in the Ukraine and people in Gaza and also lots of other places. Really great charities, both of them. We are drawing attention to the work that they are doing in the Ukraine and in Gaza at the moment. Hopefully we won't have to keep championing them. Hopefully both of those wars will be over, you know, soon, like yesterday. But until they are, we're going to keep drawing attention to it. So if you need help from any of the causes, charities, things that are in the description, that is what they are there for. And if you can help them to keep helping others, that would be amazing. 
And with that, we will say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Thank you for joining us in the back seat. And we will see you next time, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Merry Christmas, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Here, Merry Christmas.